Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again this week. <laughs> if you're here for the first time, welcome to the Pekins family. And for those of you guys that have been rocking with us since the beginning, appreciate all the love Yo, geez, eh? and the support. Before we start this uh, episode this week, I just want to make a quick announcement. For those of you guys that don't live in Winterpeg, I just want to let y'all know, winter is done. It's gone. Oh, can come <laughs> no, back now. No more sleepy roads, no more wind, bro. nothing. Yeah. But now the roads are shit, though. Yeah, this winter was brutal. The roads are like, they're Crap, gone. Dude, they're <laughs> the it's amount of accident I've seen so far, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a mess out there. Like, no, no, <laughs> if you drive your car, if you have a small car and just try to drive anywhere, 100 meters even. Your car is jumping up and down. It's, just, it's ridiculous out there right now. Yeah. So as you know, the the past few weeks, we were trying to, you know, put in a little bit of dad jokes here and there. There was a lot of hit and miss, more miss than hits. But uh, on, I, I beg to differ. Uh, I beg to differ. There was a lot of hits, bro. There was a lot of hits. All misses. <laughs> Swinging like Yakubu. Yeah, because, not to worry. South Korea. Not to worry. Because we knew our fans were feeling the pain, we decided to bring a specialist today. So I'm going to I'm gonna let him introduce himself and tell us uh, what he does. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm Papa G. Uh, sometimes I'm John. Sometimes I'm Gislain. You know the vibe. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I do comedy. Um, I write plays. I act in them. And um, yeah, that's me pretty much. Damn, that's awesome. Before, I just want to know, like, how long have you been doing this for? Oh, um, like on a serious level, I'd say 2014. Since 2014. Since 2014, yeah. Bro, imagine. That's like, I was like 14 then, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bro. <laughs> oh my God, I was still trying to figure out how to get out into high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in grade... Uh, 11, actually grade 12, yeah, grade 12 when I took it seriously. And um, I wrote this play in class. You know how this drama class and, and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wrote this play with like eight characters. And then uh, we had this huge competition of like the best play, whatever. So, of course, my play won all the other stuff and stuff. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> like, like, come of course. On, like, come on. <laughs> and, then, and then every actor in my script won a mero. Wow. Like, you know, like first place, second place, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then I got three meros because, you know, I got one for the class. Um, I got one for writing the script, one for acting in the script. So I was like, you know. Oh. And then the funny thing is um, at, the, at the award show, I wasn't there because I was in another, another play. You know? <laughs> I was in Shakespeare. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I didn't speak English that day. You know, you know. Imagine doing Shakespeare and you don't speak English. Yeah. That, that, that mustard's up oh, It was terrible. <laughs> but you don't want to fit in, to find your ways, you know. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so I gotta know, man, you're known as Papa G, you know. Yeah. I just wanna know, because everybody has a, always have an interesting story how they Definitely. came up with their stage name. I wanna know, how, how did your stage name come along? Papa G, oh mm. man. I think uh, I've made like, one of my best jokes from this name actually mm. uh papa g um again in high school right i was doing um i thought i was a rapper because you know back then every african kid was a rapper for some yeah, reason locker you know, room like every <laughs> african freestyle. kid yeah like, like <laughs> <laughs> it was wild deal but then um because like my french name is gislain mm-hmm. um so um, I knew that Gislain was not a, like was not a rapper name, you know. Like imagine you're in a rap bar and you're like, yo, yo, I'm Gislain. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like like no one no one respect that. So so I I, I did Papa Gislain, right? Mm-hmm. 
Popeye Gislin. Yeah, that's a gangster, doesn't it? Yeah. You're going to make your opponent call your daddy, no homo. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Popeye Gislin. And then some, some white boys thought that that name was too long, right? Because mm-hmm. Popeye Gislin is just way too long. Mm-hmm. So these boys uh, suggested Papa G's. Hey. Yeah, Papa G's. <laughs> that was their suggestion. And I, I I liked it, you know. I didn't, trust me, bro. I didn't know what G's meant at the time. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, Papa I know, G's. I know, I know, it's bad. Oh, like, you liked it? Uh, Are you sure? I know, <laughs> I know, it's bad. It's bad. But I found out, the, like, like, I found out the worst way, though. The worst way possible. Um, as a rap battle, right? And then this kid is like, yo, yo, I know why they call you Papa G's. I jizzed you. Oh, oh gosh, bro. <laughs> Bro, people lost their mind. Like people went crazy, yeah. and I, I was confused. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, like how do you come back from that? You can't. You just can't. You, you know. I just so, got. The, I just got the gist. <laughs> <laughs> My girl was a little bit. I was lost. I'm like, what? Bro, bro, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's like I went home. That like, like I, um that night I went home. When I got home, I googled jizz. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> so, I hope your mom oh. didn't find your search history. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I I saw my jeans man. The thing is, I kinda was upset, but it's like I've been to to worst. Like I'm from Congo. Like come on, like yeah. this this can get to me. So yeah. so so that shit beats me up. You know, once people laugh at you like that, like, like on that level, you become a comedian. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a fine line between being a class clown and a comedian. It's, oh. not, it's not very far. It's just oh. who can speak more. Right. Like, he, he gets it if you can apply yourself to it because yeah. like all my life throughout because I talk a lot in general yeah. my guys know me like mm-hmm. all my life throughout my high school days even when I was much much younger yeah. I've always been made fun of because I was really short before I actually grew up like I was like I was always <laughs> the smallest in my class and shit but like I always look for trouble I'm always okay. inciting shit like okay. I'm always getting called out by the teacher and everyone so like I was a class clown so like you know when you embrace that kind of shit when you yeah. embrace the class clown you yeah. can easily just like you know transition into comedy oh, and comedy definitely. just takes like being creative from definitely. there on you know definitely like that's yeah. what I want to know like how do you get into that kind of shit like that's the thing you know how like people have therapists and stuff yeah. it's, like, it's like it's like it's like how do you deal with your struggles you know how do you go about it mm. so when people are laughing at you like at that level it's either you laugh with them or you let it get to you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I laughed with them because I was like, oh, <laughs> I should have known better. I should have known better. And then from that, like from that point, I learned to be more knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. So I start actually knowing stuff. Because, okay. bro, you got to know stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not survive, just for, for, mm-hmm. for protection, mm-hmm. you know? Like, what if that joke happened on a big stage and I didn't know what's going on? <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. So, like, now... I like now I can read books and shit. Oh, you know, just to know stuff. You yeah. know, it's important. It's very important. They say knowledge is power. It is power. It is power. Mm-hmm. Like the more you know, the better you can make it, make your choices and shit. Right? Like, that is, sorry about yeah, that. That is, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, can you guys say shit here? Like, can you guys say shit here? I don't know about oh, that. Oh, no. Go, go for it, man. Oh, go, go sorry, for it. Sorry, guys. I... <laughs> no, no, you can swear. You can don't swear it. We got, we got best in on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> best in got those um, magic hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So, I, I, I've, I've been... Looking at your social media, I see you're going in the gym ever since the Will Smith slap happened. Is are you are you preparing yourself for 
Uh, <laughs> you know to defend yourself. What's I mean, going on there? Want me to come on stage? Let me know. Let me know ahead of time. You're getting real for the comedian now, bro. You need entourage like Dave Chappelle. Here, here, bro. <laughs> bro, it's getting scary out mm-hmm. here. Like it's getting tough out here. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys saw that slap. Like that was real. You know, like, that was yeah. like shit, man. At first, it looked fake. That's the thing. Like it's Hollywood. Oh, you would think it's fake. You're like mm-hmm. you can't slap a film billionaire like that, bro. Right? <laughs> They're gonna sue the shit out of you, bro. <laughs> You guys are meant to be civil, right? <laughs> like you, you have to make so much money. Your life is supposed no. to be lived easy. I think uh, the worst part was that it happened at the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like backstage. Yeah, okay. We, we I, I think we can live with that. But at the Oscar, like mm-hmm. people are watching you, mm-hmm. and then you go do that. Come on, Will Smith. You know, and yeah. also it's like because it's Will doing it, mm-hmm. it's been worse. Big name. You know, it's Will Smith yeah. doing that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, we love the guy. But now it's like, oh man. I mean, I still, I still love him, but you know, I love them both. It's a little, it's a little disappointing. Eh? It is. I gotta know, out of uh, all the comedian, like who, who inspires you? Who's your favorite comedian out here? Oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you listen to like, like Netflix? Like, does Netflix is a joke kind of comedians and stuff like that? Uh, the thing is, when it comes to comedy and like, well, actually, kind of like how how I live my life mm-hmm. is that um, I'm kind of a fan of everything and like everybody. Mm-hmm. So depending on, on how I feel, I check somebody out. Mm-hmm. Let's say to feel smart and like laugh with a poor piece and like enjoy this, you know, mm-hmm. the the art and stuff. I, I like Chris Rock because mm-hmm. Chris Rock's joke is you, you're gonna laugh and then you're gonna learn some shit, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. then if if I wanna lay back and just laugh for like stupid reasons, Kevin Hart, oh, uh-huh. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know. And then if you wanna like some actually learn more real shit, you go to Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's like sure. it's like you're laughing, but you know some real shit, yeah. and then it's like Bro, you know. You've only mentioned black black comedians. Oh, trust me, is that a reason? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm just asking because I know there are a few white ones that kind of good. I mean, there is, you know, we got like Bill, Bill Burr. Bill, Bill Burr can pass a bad check. Bill Burr, yeah. Honestly, sometimes the man crosses into blackness. Yeah, a bit. Uh, yeah. His jokes are too dark for me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. fair enough, like, fair enough. Like, like yeah. even for me, <laughs> I get that one. There was also Burr Burnham too at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know Burr Burnham, but like he was like he did comedy, but like in his kids, he always incorporated like the piano and like music and singing. And so he was like, re- he's an he's a master class, like really, really artwork. Like, you can go there and be like, this is real art. But like he suffered from like anxiety and depression, like so he stopped making shows for a long mm-hmm. while. I think he's maybe coming back again, but for a long time he just closed everything and stopped doing because he hated like social life and he hated being exposed to all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wonder how does he how do, does social does it impact you somehow? Like you know, making like making up like, so many years you've been doing this now, mm-hmm. grinding. Like, and you tell me you grind like every day. Every day. Bro. Every day is a grind. Like, are there days where you just, like, don't want to do it? Like, there are people that make you not want to do it. Maybe, like, you get on the show someday and you're speaking and you're speaking to someone and you're speaking to someone and, like, that person is just not, you know, or or somebody in the crowd is just making you not feel good or something. Like, how do you deal with those kind of things? Or are there days like that, those things like that ever happen? Oh, there's always hard days. There's always hard days. But that's the thing. Uh, It makes it worth it because, like, if you can overcome that, you can overcome anything, you know? Um, And the thing is... Usually, there's some people that just come to hate, you know. Mm-hmm. The one thing I hate, well, I, I care. Well, one thing I don't like, I guess, mm-hmm. is like somebody that's negative mm-hmm. and like, you know, and have a bad attitude, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Especially if, if, if like your goal is to achieve something and then this guy is trying to hold you back and like mm-hmm. trying to bring you down. It's like, bro, what, what, like, what is this, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> man, chill. 
was your have you ever had a comeback have you ever had someone that was talking at you and you came back at them for sure uh maybe not yet not yet, not yet. Not yet. Yes. the thing with being um like an african comedian especially in, in winnipeg like mm. I'll, I'll say canada soon but in winnipeg is that um because you're black mm-hmm. they're not used to that mm-hmm. you know so as soon as you go on stage they focus on you because like you, you got a story to tell yeah something that that different than, than what they hear every time right mm. so they kind of focus on you and they kind of respect you because mm. like you know like they have that like that, that, that new vibe it's like a new stuff Mm-hmm. You know, something different, something not different. Same same exactly, yeah. exactly. Because I've met a lot of, a lot of uh, open mic and stuff, and then it's always like some white boys talking about their girlfriends. It's like, again, bro. And then they gave me, mm. I'm like, you know, I'm from Africa and I got an African vibe and shit, you yeah. know, all oh, the African accents, you got even my Papa accent, G, you know, you my talk, accent, that stuff, you, you know, you talk about the struggles, man, the ass whooping with me, bro, definitely, <laughs> all trust over. me. Uh, last time I talked about a joke uh, with my mom, my mom and stuff back home, the struggle was real, like in Africa, right? I told my mom that uh, I'm thirsty and, and I want Coca Cola. And mm-hmm. she said that uh, you should drink water and then imagine it's Coca Cola. That's the equivalent. And you're driving by McDonald's to tell your mom you want McDonald's. There's food at home. Uh, <laughs> When you like get home, McDonald's. imagine it's a McDonald's. Bro, you gotta imagine, bro. <laughs> it's all about trust, bro. It's the basis of being African. You gotta believe it. You gotta be, whatever you believe can happen. You That's know, it's kind of like where we follow our religion and faith. You know, we have lots of faith. We trust about. We trust our God to help us with everything in Africa. Mm-hmm. The same way we gotta believe in all those things. Anything you want, believe you have it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. The mind is very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Here, people just like you know they go through it. If they can't avoid it, they don't have it. You know, <laughs> they, they cry like babies and shit. They're soft. Like, fuck, bro. Go back don't, there. Just don't go there. Go back no. there. So if you get hard as rock. <laughs> Yo, Pause. I, have, I have a question. Uh, have you ever had a heckler before? A what? Anybody heckle you like when you're on stage? Oh, uh, that's the thing. Um, again, I think because I'm so different, you know. Oh. Yeah, because I'm so different, they don't really have time to, to like hate on me. You know, oh, okay. they first have to you know take it in for exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They gotta process. Kind of like when I went, kind of like when I first walked into physics class in my first year. I walked in and this man was just bamboozling me. We just speaking rubbish. I was like. Wait, what? 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 Next in class was done. Semester was done. <laughs> I, still didn't, I didn't have enough time to ask questions, didn't even, uh, <laughs> complain or anything. That's kind of like how you, I'm guessing that's kind of how it goes. You're, like, you're walking in there, you're like, wait, what? 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 It's over. Good night. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Really, so yeah. you've never, you've never had any hey. audience giving you a hard time or anything. You see, when he has one, though, he's gonna let us know. Oh, trust me. The best thing about being African is that. Um, I got the accent. Mm-hmm. With, with the accent, some white people have to focus mm-hmm. just to keep up with me. Yeah. And usually I'm, I'm fine. So people are laughing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you don't want to miss that. Mm-hmm. So yes. They're too busy focusing, trying to catch everything. Mm-hmm. And then they don't, they, don't, they don't got time to hate. You know, like, because if they, if they hate, they're going to miss the they're joke. They're going to miss the joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So I gotta know, um, with uh, with uh, COVID uh, going, how did the COVID situation impact the um, comedy? Career. Bro, COVID came around the worst time of like my comedy like game grind mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I just got this like this crazy opportunity where I was, I was, I was gonna go back home to do a show in Africa, wow. like in Congo. Wow. Yeah, wow. I know. And then um, I start to get my papers because you know we, we, we don't get the, the papers, you know, like the, the correct papers <laughs> yeah. to travel, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then like and then you start hearing that covid is coming mm-hmm. and then at first it wasn't that deep mm-hmm. yeah we, we, we thought it's it, it, it china right it's mm-hmm. china i mean it's on the other side of the world why exactly. worry exactly <laughs> Amen. you know and the next thing you knew it's global and it's like they're closing the borders and like it got real like real quick it got real yeah and then i was like now like after these years like you know that's, that's messed up but um but yeah i don't think any comedian made well like like, like unless you big like kevin hart mm-hmm. like this guy did a show in his, in his living room his basement in his shit. basement or something yeah, like that right yeah. Ridiculous. Like my like my is not that big, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, biggest space for that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Be an extra plot of land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I got offered to do, to do like the Zoom shows, and I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't like the Zoom the difference, stuff. Eh? Is mm-hmm. different. Different man. It's different. Sometimes uh, they ask them to put the, the uh, to turn off the microphone, so I can't even hear them, mm-hmm. and then to to. to through the camera so I can't even see them. So, <laughs> bro, that's not a show, bro. You're talking to you're practicing. You gotta get your board, bring out your PowerPoint slides. Because at this point, you're in a class. That's the thing. And then the issue with that is that, with that, is that because I study comedy, mm-hmm. so I understand that when people are laughing, you gotta stop and let them laugh. And yes. then when yeah. you finish laughing, then you attack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. on, on Zoom, you don't know how to tell it. You, you can't attack. To, <laughs> you don't know when to attack, when to yeah. pause, when to go. So it's like, yeah. what's tough, yo? What's tough? <laughs> Do you, are there times like, are, are there times that you adapt to your comedy, I would say? Like, I don't know if I, from, from wording it right. Are there times where like, you know, you're coming in on that day, maybe you're not feeling the vibe of the people or they're not feeling your vibe, you know? And sometimes you just have to like, you know, tweak one or two jokes to make it look, sound a bit different, mm-hmm. to come a bit differently. Are there times like, I know that obviously things move differently, but there are always variables and things. But has there ever been a time like that? I feel like um, it depends on the audience. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have an idea of the audience. Um, like, uh, this is the thing. There are jokes that older people will find even in- inappropriate, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, chill. And then they <laughs> <laughs> honestly, you gotta go like, yeah, y'all yeah. gotta chill. Just listen, right, bro. Right, right. And then there's jokes for like people our age mm-hmm. that they understand, mm-hmm. right? And then if you're telling those jokes, somebody that's older think that the time is is been wasted. Mm-hmm. It's yes. like, man, you you hear just trying to fit in, you know, try try to do your part, mm-hmm. just yeah. understand. But yeah, I think um also there's like a culture things in there that, that comes into play. Mm-hmm. Let's say if you do not show for just white people, mm-hmm. then you gotta act white. Yeah, oh, yeah, you gotta you gotta act white like you 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 can see papa you can't, like, can't go too black you know? exactly <laughs> you know like like all jokes cannot be about africa anymore <laughs> yeah oh man with the with the idea they have about africa they're gonna start asking you if you if you had a line as a pet <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> you guys were close you know they think we were not asking if you wear this rapper shit i love you like adam and eve in the leaves and shit bro oh yeah, but I think uh, because th- th- this is Winnipeg, mm-hmm. so people kind of have like low expectations, anyways. Oh. Yeah, it's Winnipeg. So even if you do bad, they still out here, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. But like, let's say if you go to New York, I heard they boot TI. Damn. Yeah, wow. TI got booed. Because it's New York. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> in, in, the thing about it, the New York culture on comedians is they see a lot of comedians come and go. They That's see the thing. Co- you see comedians who are really funny mm-hmm. who just never make it because of attitudes with people because the people who actually make those comedians are the club owners right the owners of gotham and those places and right. um laugh factory they own those places and basically own their careers because if they don't get on stage 
they don't get a camera recording them. They don't get a camera recording them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't get a uh, maybe Netflix or Conan. They don't, even if you, like, there's many people, who, a lot of people have done Conan over the years, but their career never happened because right now doing Conan is just is is like. <laughs> It's a low bar <laughs> because every every week there's a comedian doing Conan. Yep. There's a lot of comedians I've done Conan who never made it. Comedians who've done Conan who was like, actually one of my favorite comedians, Sam Morrill, he did Conan in 2014, mm. and he didn't become like as big as he is today until about like in the pandemic because what he did was he just took all his videos from like 2016, 17, and just started posting them. Yeah. Started posting them in the pandemic times, and that and that is what made him who he is because. <laughs> Video is like the story now. Definitely. Right? Video is the story now. If you have a video of um your show or what you've done mm-hmm. and you just put it up and you just keep putting it up back to back to back. I don't even put it up on, on like put it up repeatedly, like yeah. I think one of my comedians, Mark Norman, he he'd post like a video and then he'll just delete it. And I post it like two months after. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I've seen this shit before, but right? the grind man. The it's grind. the exact same thing. So, you gotta finish so should we delete our previous episodes? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we didn't know. Once, once we hit TikTok, maybe. <laughs> gotta let them know. Gotta let, it, gotta let them make sure they know that there's a new thing ahead. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird sometimes. Like, Spotify does that sometimes. It's just like, you just show you like something new is out and you're checking it like, it's been there since. Mm-hmm. Even for yeah. our episodes sometimes, it's weird. It trips me up. I'm just like, do we post a new episode today? And then I go and check. I'm like, Still the same one from last week. Yeah. That's still fucking with me on this shit because he knows I'm going to throw hands. Uh, uh, okay, I have a question. For, I have another question. So, is there a process to writing your jokes? Oh, a process to writing? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, when it comes to writing jokes, um, I feel like jokes come to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. When it comes to me, then, then I just save it through my phone. Like like my phone, I got a note with like a bunch of That's jokes. That, that was all yeah. my next question. Yeah, <laughs> what's your notes well, looking like? Like oh, um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the jokes don't make sense yet, mm-hmm. you yes. know. And, and then you gotta work on it and then make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, make it make sense. Have you seen that Dave Chappelle um uh on his I think on his stand up that he was he walked the joke backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was genius. And I kicked the Or even the one way I met I met uh, OJ Simpson three times. Too. Yeah, <laughs> that was another good one. And it's like, okay, let's find because his own is a uh, he writes a joke backwards. Yeah, uh, but then about it, I've seen like this is why I enjoy like McNabb and Sam Moore, they're my two favorite comedians because. Not only do they put up like their comedy, they put up how they write their jokes. Nice. So over time, I'm just like, how do I write a joke? Because me, I've, I've written a lot of jokes that I've played here, yeah. but these guys are just really, really bad audiences. They just go over. Right. <laughs> yes, we, it, goes, it goes way over their head. It goes over our head, or we hair call him one of them. <laughs> we can't. We don't you can't, for shit. He, this guy is like monotone when he's telling the joke, Bro. and when he's talking, it's the same. So you never see it coming. They just like <laughs> yeah, he like, stops. You look at him. You're like, oh shit, he just said a joke. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, you know, I wasn't in it. The, the energy. Know? The energy doesn't come yet. <laughs> yeah, it's the energy doesn't come yet, but um, they're so used to you. That's why. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> but is that is actually an issue with you like being presented to the same um, audiences over time? Have you ever hit that problem whereby you had to present to the same people in let's say in the span of two weeks or something? And... Yeah. Um. Like recently, I did this show where um I did the one set um let's say two weeks uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And then I had to do it again, but because people have seen it. I twist the joke. Oh, yeah, the same formula, the same stuff, but with a twist in it. Mm. Yeah. So now, so now, now, now they, they, they get a new plot. 
Yeah, because uh, one of the things why I hated watching that, not hated, but I just like, I stopped watching like Nigerian comedy was because you're like, oh yeah, this person dropped a new clip and it's like, that is the same joke you, you did at the, this other location. Word for word, like I can do the joke with you, like bro, bro. If, bro I can, I can lip sync you right now, bro. Yeah. Even our, even our favorite comedians do that too. Like when yeah. they go on shows to promote their, to to promote, they give a little bit, like a little glimpse mm-hmm. of their show. Sometimes they even do almost like the like mm-hmm. half of the show. Sometimes yeah. I've seen those before. I'm just like, well, there's a little twist on it, so I, yeah. I can follow it, but I can also see where they come from. You know, I got penalized in a comedy contest uh recently because mm-hmm. I did the like the funniest set that they've ever seen right yeah in the first round yeah automatically i got the finals right and then i got the finals with some new stuff like brand new stuff yeah and pe- people were like that's not it you know why <laughs> because they're expecting the same stuff from before oh. so in this case they, they, they wanted the old stuff from before you see what oh. i'm saying and then because people that were there last time also came back so for me, because I love the grind, I love the process. So I came with new jokes, and then it was fire. Like they still laughed, but not as much as before because like they had the the idea of what they want already. It's oh. like uh, go, uh, going to a restaurant. Yeah. You eat the same food almost every time. That's true. Oh. So if you know what you like, then you go for that same food. I mean, like me and Junior Chicken, I love it. We have a relationship right now. You see, I I've never thought of it that way because. Oh. Because me, I, I just want new stuff, right? That's the thing. But you I would think, but yeah. audiences would prefer audience do prefer like a different, what like the same stuff every time. I just learned that uh, at, at my last contest, cause right. like this lady, she uh, she got mad at me, cause she's like, I invited my whole family to come hear that joke. Oh wow! <laughs> and, and, wow. And, and, and you you didn't say the joke. Oh, wow. wow! I felt so bad, bro. I felt so bad. I was like, wow. oh shit. So I did a, a, a little show for them at that table. Oh. Just cause yeah, they paid their money. They drove. It was raining that day. Oh wow! So you know, like they, they went to a lot to make it to the show. So uh, at that little table, I give them that joke, and they, and they still laughed the same, and, and it was nice. But I learned something. It's like, um, also it's like, again, it's like cultures too, cause they they're white people. Yeah, so yeah. White people kind of know what they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know what they want. It's true. Yeah, very true. They, they know exactly what they want. They <laughs> that see. Is, that is they, I, I see what you mean. This. They see. Good yeah, because they don't really go to comedy shows or listen and. I can get the, I can guess they're of a certain age, right? Mm-hmm. She's of a certain age of people who don't listen to comedians on a daily basis. Right. So if you oh like me, who's your YouTube is filled up with stand ups after stand up after stand up after yeah. stand up. Yeah. Like, if I see another thing like some seen before, I get pissed at seeing it before. That's the thing. Yeah. Um again, people you know people. <laughs> people are complicated. Yeah. People, yes. people are complicated. I, f- I felt bad because I thought about doing the same stuff. I did. But, but then I was like, what about people that pay to see it last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? You cannot please everybody. Bro, you cannot please yeah. everybody. Especially, uh, we had like five minutes each comedian. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, in, in this five minutes, I'm telling this joke, this joke, this joke, and that joke. And then it's like, it's done already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe, because uh, like I'm planning to do a special uh, next year, mm-hmm. like yeah. after my tour. Um, Maybe then I can put everything in one, and yes. maybe maybe then I can please everybody. Because uh-huh. then you get my old stuff, you get my new stuff, you get my stuff on the spot too. Mm, yeah. yeah, that is cool. That yeah. is so cool. Do you do you ever go off on your audience? Do you are you one of those comedians that will roast your audience or make fun of them? Sometimes do you do that? Uh, the thing is though, <laughs> I it feel like <laughs> yo, I feel like some people don't like that, and some people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you gotta know who's laughing the hardest throughout your show. 
And then yeah. you gotta catch that person sleeping. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, hey, if they get yeah. mad, you're laughing at me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, like, if you pick on somebody that that, that not even happy to be there, yeah, then it's like, yeah, it's that, game over. Ex- exactly. Like, you, you don't want that. You don't want that smoke. Mm-hmm. So, I think a comedian should be aware of that. Oh, okay. Like, like, as a comedian, if you do any jokes, you should yeah. pay attention to your audience mm-hmm. and know who's laughing, who's with you. Mm-hmm. Who has a good vibe? Because okay. you, you you can't test everybody. You cannot yeah. test everybody. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You cannot test everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna speak for my Congolese people specifically, <laughs> for my people from Kivu. Eh? Uh-huh. They speak Swahili. When we're gonna have some Swahili jokes? When we're gonna have our our special? You know, Swahili. Because I gotta say, I I I wish you guys speak Swahili. I'm telling you, bro. Swahili is like one of the funniest language out there. So I know for sure like that your jokes will probably be like crazy. Like when when we're gonna have this? Dude, I wish I want to do so like like, like I share Swahili. Because mm-hmm. I've done one in French, well mm-hmm. actually in French, English, Swahili. It's just that um our people don't think comedy is like a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like if you invite them to a comedy show, they think you're playing with them. So like to me, it's like um Yo, it's like selling white stuff product to white people. Mm-hmm. That's not work. I mean, sorry, to black people. Mm-hmm. It does not work. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, um, like selling Starbucks to black people. Mm-hmm. A few but, people. But it I works think... few, for a few, but not all. America, those are white black people. Eh? <laughs> those are white black people. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but with the Swahili, I think that will, it's more so geared to like the older generation, like our parents. That's Probably. the thing they wouldn't. But I feel like the new generation will definitely be down for that. I know quite a few people that I personally myself would love to hear a Swahili joke. Swahili you know joke. What I'm so like, yeah, I think about it. I think I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just that. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Eventually, I, I will do it. Eventually, like, like when I'm at the point where I know if I do a show and it flops, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. especially mm-hmm. like, like, like on a financial level. You know, mm-hmm. because you you, you you don't want to rent a room and then and then yeah, open a show and doesn't work. And then niggas don't pull up. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I did this for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you mean. Because you have to be at a certain level whereby if you say the jokes about being Swahili. There has to be enough people who listen and understand Swahili. That's the thing. To, for the show to actually be a success. That's the thing. Uh, that's the thing. Like today, this lady uh, went to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. And then she asked me, is the show going to be in English? And then I said, uh, the show is called uh, My Five Minutes of Fame. So, of course, it's in English. <laughs> in, my head, in my head, I'm thinking that. Oh, in my okay, head. okay. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you want the smoke before it even starts. Okay, let's go. <laughs> but I told her, oh, yes, yes, it's in English for sure. And she's like, I'll take two tickets, please. But if I said French or like Swahili, then she might not get a ticket. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Stuff. I guess baby step, you're gonna start mixing a little bit of Swahili here and there to you know to get them used to being yeah. Swahili. Um, uh, and I was also reading your bi- a bio, and you were saying that you've been uh, adding a little bit of dance in your. Oh jokes yeah, wait, now. I want to see your legs. So like your Congolese uh, jeans are uh, coming up, right? <laughs> <laughs> let me, yeah, let me know about that. that how do you? Uh-huh. How do you? Like I was trying that? to picture that I haven't I haven't heard you call, uh, your joke what? with like, that dance. Uh, this is the thing. Uh, this is the thing. I feel like my favorite artist of all time. Um, it's like, it's like Kanye West. Just mm. like as an artist, it's, it's Kanye West because like they think it's crazy, but I don't think it's crazy. Man's a genius. He got mm. the money to back it up, right? Mm-hmm. Man's I mean, a genius. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like man's a genius. 
and he does like you know he's in fashion he does you know producing that, that's his main thing mm-hmm. he, he he raps he does all this stuff you know and then yeah. i feel like kanye one day we will do comedy yeah. and he'll be funny because it's kanye west you know yeah. And it's like I that's, think he did already. Probably work for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was, that was ridiculously good. That was good. a good one. That was see, a this, good. this is one of the few times where you say, "See, we were supposed to now." He's catching up Papa G's energy, man. My guy's been taking notes. See, you're understanding now. Professional is really getting you. See, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. But yeah, um, part of me, including dancing into comedy. It was like um, one of those trying to get people together, especially from all cultures, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. black people, white people, Chinese people, you know, doesn't matter. Uh, we can get together, we can laugh, we can dance, you know, we can do it together. Dance is, is, is like something that we cannot, we cannot speak. Like dance yeah. is another language, right? We can, mm-hmm. we can speak that language. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, yeah, I'll have a dance group ready and mm-hmm. then they teach me their routine and then we just dance it together on stage and it's nice. Wow. It looks nice. That's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> so, so let's say sometime in the future, these two guys want to do open mic. You have any tips for them? Uh, these two guys want to do open mic? Yeah. Oh, why are you saying these two? Oh, we all doing that. What, what are you talking, talking about? about? This guy's trying to walk away from me. <laughs> you know, I've actually, I haven't We're been, I'm going to have to talk to you after this. For sure. But I've been thinking of a couple of jokes. You okay. know, I've been thinking of a couple no, actually, of jokes. Actually, okay. yeah, I, I, I wrote some too, bro. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking of a couple of jokes for you too. I'm behind. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you could do them. I'll wait for yeah. a bit for you, bro. Oh, for him. Yeah. That's like, man, he's going to do it. All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. We can talk after for him, man. For sure. Um, so you you do you have any pointer for like beginners you know like uh you obviously talk about the process that you go through like writing definitely. jokes i know my guy was taking notes there definitely but so like what's your pointer like what, what how do you think somebody who's i guess starting should approach this well start with your family because mm-hmm. your family won't lie to you my guy your family won't <laughs> lie to you uh, i know that for sure <laughs> Facts. every day i try to open my mouth and sing once i open this door my <laughs> leg open it tells me stop they let you're you know. not good don't do it again he lets me know it's real mm-hmm. i understand yeah. so when i go outside and someone tells me i'm shit i can't get upset you already heard it Come you already heard it already. i hear it every day yeah. that's my good morning don't do it your family will let you know mm-hmm. especially uh us as africans most of us have big families mm-hmm. like seven kids eight kids minimum yeah, <laughs> I got some minimum. <laughs> How many kids do you want to get, bro? <laughs> nah, just just four, just four. Just okay. just four, just four is okay. Bro, that, uh, that's a new society. I really see just four is not just anymore. Yeah, you add it to the population. <laughs> no, no, no. We ain't got farms here. We don't need to plant. We don't need to put our kids into labor. There's no need for four children. <laughs> no, no. I, honestly, I think four kids is fine. Four different student loans. No <laughs> bro, it's not your it's not student loans. Yeah, student loans. America won't be your yeah. issue anymore, bro. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Do it. Like, most people don't have, like, eight kids minimum. Like, yeah. African families. African, that is facts. Yeah. Yeah, but that's back home. I mean, it's no, so clear, yeah, man. The yeah, government, yeah, yeah, just yeah, so getting the government check. They get check, that government yeah, check. They love it. Ah, our African bull love it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they milk it. So yeah, like, some got, like, like, like um, 15 kids. Ain't yeah. that normal? I remember my parents, when my parents got here, because I think... I think I was the I I was the oldest though. I think I was maybe sixteen or so. So like there was not a lot of money coming. So people were asking my parents like how would they survive? Because I think the youngest was maybe fourteen or thirteen. So like you know we're not already getting the money from six or four. So I was thinking, uh, 
my parents want to go, you know, get a get a young kid here so they can. I was like, I was, I was always asking my mom, I just want to know, do you want, do you want a, a young daughter? Just let me know ahead of time, you know. I can prepare myself for it. I, I, I know you want a sister so bad. I kind of do, yeah, but. It's, it's <laughs> no, so it's me. When, when you grow up in a, in a family with all guys, like you definitely want. Yeah, yeah. I only have brothers. <laughs> I only have a brother. Yeah, but like you know, who I wonder like how we survive here without government help, you know, government, you know, because there's only three of us and we're probably not getting anything. Really. <laughs> No, parents had to grind. <laughs> they had to grind the right way. Mm-hmm. Couldn't exploit the system. Uh, uh, so, but, for, yeah, uh, family. Such, uh, yeah, do one with your family and then friends. Your friends will let you know for sure. Your friends will let you know for sure. You know, like if you find your night, they will let you know for sure. And then if that does not work, they'll go to strangers. <laughs> Bro, they will never lie to you. Strangers, <laughs> they will never. Because they, they got no feelings against you, you know, hey, or, or for you. Go to San Vital Mall, you know, just be like, hey, I got a joke for you, you know what I'm saying? Listen to it and let me know what's up. No, go to Open Mic. Open Mic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm trying to, you got to set yourself. I can't just walk on Open yes, Mic can. like yeah, this. Can. I mean, yes, I can. can. <laughs> I can. Paul. But I mean, you, yes, you guys you will. Listen, you guys, you know how I am, bro. I like to prepare, okay? I don't like surprises. You're going to, I'm not going to sit there and be like, yo, Paul, man, go, go, go do a joke. I, I ain't doing it. You probably will because you like to freestyle everything. But for me... <laughs> I gotta prepare so before I step foot on the open mic, I have to tell a joke I live to somebody who's gonna tell them the truth. You know? <laughs> so obviously, and I also have to know if a joke is uh, relatable. It could be relatable to me, but not to a vast uh, last uh, group. Last point of this advice is that at the end of the day, it's about you. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that it's good, you go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, bro. People, pe- people, uh, people have opinions. Mm-hmm. Everybody have an opinion, of course. Mm. So yours have to beat everybody's opinion. So mm. don't don't listen to noises, especially like like people that are negative and like negative energy, you know, bad attitude. No, mm-hmm. for, forget that stuff. You gotta block that stuff out of your mind. Yeah, those people I never understand how they survive in this world. I know. Like anything happens, oh, I can't believe this shit's happening to me. Like, come on. Yeah, the thing is, doing comedy. Like and I've seen people do comedy, it looks difficult because one you're commanding the stage. There's one thing you have to fight stage right. One, two. Second thing is that you are trying to invoke an emotion in those people. Right. Like an emotion as although it's easy for people to go okay, you're coming like like if you're coming like in like the 1920s, you come out looking like Charlie Chaplin. You come out really looking <laughs> funny. Like your appearance alone tells the story if you're funny or not. Yeah. Or if you come out dancing or dancing in a funny way, that's it. But if you just come out like that and just stand and just like everyone just like scans your whole because you because what happens is like when you go to comedy show, right? You're looking at the person. Okay, what can I find funny for the person? But even right before the person starts, okay. And then the person's they already pressure on the person to start. Okay, the person goes, "Hello, my name is." I mean, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how. To, don't don't say your name, right? Don't say your name. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. Okay, you know how it how depends. you that. Yeah. Intro. You know, okay, you know how you beat that? You, you gotta go through stuff. Mm-hmm. Example, uh, when I go to the Papa G's uh, rap battle and everybody was laughing at me, mm-hmm. that, that, that right there transformed me. Because, like, once everybody laughed at you to, like, the level where it's, like, it can get any, it can get any worse than this, yeah. like, this is it, then from there on, it's like you faced everything. Yeah. Like, in that moment, you faced everything. Mm-hmm. Whether it's people laughing at you for the wrong reasons or, you know, whatever it is. You faced all that already. You've beat that. So yeah. from that point on, you want to go forward. You've, yeah. you've hit rock bottom. That's the thing. 
You want me to freestyle? Should I freestyle a comedy for you? Go, go ahead, man. <coughs> give us you. a show. I got you. Let me give you a show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, what's my name? Fuck. <laughs> oh, forgot uh, his name. Say in French. Say your name in French. Miracle. Oh, thank you. Miracle. Yes. Welcome, Miracle. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Fans, clap for me. Let's go. There we go. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you all for being here today. Thank you all for being here this evening. I know you've all come from far and wide to see me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Boo. Nothing? Okay. You're taking too long. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. Uh, when I was in primary six, mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger, so uh, in, our, in our school system in Africa, it was a bit different from here. Here we have like, a, we have middle school, actually before middle school, we have like oh, preschool, kindergarten. Leave me alone. <laughs> See, I'm dealing with this heckler right now. So <laughs> leave me alone. Gotta, Back to where I started. Good. You gotta get all that. <laughs> so we had, you know, high school is a bit. School system is a bit different. So there we had, you know, we had, we had, we had kindergarten, same as here. We had preschool, but we had primary school, secondary school, university or mm. college, whichever mm. one. So you know, when I was in primary six, so that would be equivalent to is it, is it grade six, mm. right? Man, you, you gotta know that. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. You gotta know that. Great. Don't swear the small stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was in primary six, so equivalent to grade six. I, I was so I was much young. I was small. I was young and I was small then. So people, there was like this coloring in the back of my head that people used to look at, you know. And so like this is how I officially became like a class clown, you know, from that small age growing up in general. But like teacher always used to call me out. But there was this small coloring in the back of my head. So people always used to ask me, like, did I used to get beat? Did I used to get slapped at the back of the head? Like, what was always going on with that coloring? So I forget. One day, one of my teachers, uh, one of our uh, primary school teachers, called me out, called me out to the front of the class. And I forget something he was talking about. But he was talking about something related to the class and the teaching of the day. I wasn't listening in school, period. But he was talking about it, and I, I wasn't paying attention. But he called me in front of the class and was talking to me, and I wasn't listening. And then he was like... Is it because of that thing in the back of your head that's just like making you not to have sense or some shit like that, mm-hmm. you know? And the whole class just burst out laughing and shit, you know? I saw it, I was like, I, I never saw what it was, actually. Mm-hmm. But from then on, I like, I used to get like a, I stopped getting like my usual like skin cuts, you know? Mm-hmm. Cut the whole thing off, stop cutting all that, because I can't be showing that color at the back of my head anymore from then on. Stop cutting my head. And then it went on to secondary school. And this is where I officially cemented cool. myself. Now we had in African schools, we have where we teach, where we have where we teach, they teach different languages apart from English, yeah. right? Yeah, so I, I went to this class called Igbo class. Now that's the language I'm supposed to be able to speak. Mm. I'm supposed to be able to. Now that's in quotation because I lived in a different part where they speak a different part. So mm. my parents didn't really speak Igbo to me a lot. So growing up, I didn't know a lot of Igbo. So when I went to the class, you know, I forget what the teacher was asking us, but she asked us like, what do you do in a home or as a, as a caring mother or something like that? And, mm. you know, normally what you say is Isa Unwa, that mm. means, you know, to give a child a bath. Mm-hmm. But what I said was Isa baby. Now, Isa baby is basically the same thing. Unwa means baby. Mm. But when I said Isa baby, the whole class was like confused. And she was like, Isa baby, what was that? I was like, you know, Isa baby now. Because mm-hmm. when, in Igbo class, I wasn't speaking English. I was trying to keep mm. it in Igbo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Isa baby. She's like, I said, no, it's a baby. Mm. Like, so the whole, for the rest of that day, from the, till the term, till I graduated from that school, I was known as Isa baby. Hey. From then on. 
Thank you all. Thank you very That's much. A joke. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for it, bro. bro let me ahead. let me give it a shot. <clears throat> let's go, Paul. I'm walking to the stand clap for me. Uh, all right. All right, let's go, Paul. Woo! We made it. Yeah, hey. Made it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul. Uh I've come uh from a very, very long uh long place and I'm gonna tell you guys I speak French but I did not start with French. I started Swahili. You know, they put me in school and uh, I was doing my I was doing my homework obviously like any normal kid would do in an African home. And then uh, because I was doing so well, they skip they put me in first grade. I didn't even finish my elementary school year. By that time I didn't even know French. I didn't even know how to say bonjour. Eh? So I remember one one time in the class, the the student behind me, you know, the troublemaker. Everybody has those in their uh, in their in their classes. Decided to to throw a paper while the teacher was writing at the board. Now this teacher was very famous to be the scariest teacher in the entire school. Her name was Mama Luabo. Even the name is scary itself. Now after he did that, the teacher turned around and asked, "Who did that?" The whole class knew I didn't speak French. I didn't know how to defend myself. So they pointed at me. I didn't do shit, but they pointed at me. The teacher called me forward. And he's like, explain yourself. What did you do that? I tried to, I tried to defend myself. Pull up Swahili, tried to say it wasn't me. Boom, slap, left cheek. <laughs> I turn around, try to speak Swahili again. Boom, slap, the other cheek. And I remember the Bible, God said, if you get slapped here, <laughs> turn to the other cheek. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that was good. Okay, that was good. All right, this is my my turn now. So, guys, welcome. You know, best in woo. Congrats. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? Uh, okay, so I'm Nigerian, so. I've been Nigerian my life. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fake it. Some people have half Nigerians out here, but I'm, I'm a full Nigerian. I can tell you for sure. I'm so Nigerian that if I look into my fridge, you can see ice cream, but open it, you see, you see jello fries. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the right kind of Nigerians. Alright, <laughs> uh, so Papa G, you are, you know, you are, you are a judge for these three jokes, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I don't know who won. Judge, like, it's, 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 it's scientific experiments. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, let, 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 give let, us the point of improvement. Give us our opinions, please. Uh-huh. Sir. Oh, opinions. Okay. Okay, so the check is done. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Mine, mine was half. Oh, when okay. I hit the when I hit the point, I was like, "Fuck!" That's what I'm saying. I gotta think of more. I gotta keep going. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good watch, though. That was good. That was good. Good. Okay. Um, was short was good. That's good. Good first one. Yeah. Okay, so uh, long I, but I, not good. I start with you. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, man. You know, I got I gotta be honest with you. Like, <sighs> go ahead. One of my breeds. Honestly, don't fuck up. Honestly, cost it me breathless. He took your breath away. Was I that good? <laughs> was I that good? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the thing with with, with being funny is that. If you have to explain a joke for too long, it's not fun. Because <laughs> like if people lose focus, you know, like like I was watching the game right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
Like this is the idea that just came in my mind. You walk up on the stage, you just look at the audience, just stay quiet, and be like, "Yeah, I'm African, and I know what y'all thinking." He's about to talk about his ass whooping. You damn straight, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a question. Uh, so, uh, best is he recording? He's recording now. Go ahead. Yes, I was gonna ask a question. So, and I know you're still gonna talk about uh, the video and everything. Is what at what stage is it okay for a comedian to laugh while they're talking about the joke? When people are laughing, yeah. If if people are laughing, that means we're laughing together now. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, if people are not laughing and then only you laughing, it's like they pay the money to come watch you make them laugh. Hey, people can pay the money to watch me laugh. Mm. <laughs> I'm funny. Nah, no, nah. No, it's not. <laughs> nah. You so basically, you laugh when they're laughing. Yeah. Then it's like it's okay. We can laugh together, right? Yeah, the worst thing that could happen to a comedian is if you're making a joke and then only you laughing and then people are watching you laughing to your own joke. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, there's, there's, look a bit goofy. Is there a point of no return at that point? Oh, bro, it, it gets weird. It gets, it gets weird, you know? <laughs> it's like nowadays, if you go on Facebook and then you post your, your own picture and then you like it, but only you like it. <laughs> right? That's an excellent for that. It gets weird, bro. It gets weird. That's why I stopped liking my Instagram posts. <laughs> you know, I, I like it because I like it, obviously. Because it takes like maybe like one bro. week or something because of other people. On Instagram, I like my posts what I, once I hit 100 likes. Exactly. <laughs> then you join me. No, you can't, you can't be the first one to no. like it. Imagine the person that comes right after. Yeah. Why is he liking his picture? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, days, because it's when so I, noticeable. When I first posted my first Instagram post, I was the first person to like it. Before I got my first seven likes, I'm already, I've already put my hand and liked it. <laughs> I was loving myself, loving my pictures. I, I think it was one of my best friends, Stan, and she walked up to me and she was like, why are, you, why are you liking your pictures? Like, right. Like, wait for that post to like your pictures before you start showing yourself. Right. <laughs> I think it was that time I wanted to show who actually liked your pictures those days, like mm-hmm. the older Instagram. Yeah. It was, it was goofy. It was yeah, goofy. It was quite goofy. <laughs> Yeah, Bro, right, honestly, right. I have my joke. When we get our open mic, we're gonna build up to the joke that I just exactly. had here. So okay. if you ever on the open mic and you hear me say the same shit, don't come out here, shut the fuck up, and let me finish my joke because I got part two of this. All right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know what we need? Mm. We need a, a like like almost like a weekly, like a weekly open mic for black people. Hey. Mm. Like for yeah, black guy, you organize that, man. You're in the the comedian. Yeah, actually, yeah, they, 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 so something called a chocolate factory. I know there's like places that have that a lot of different things, like chocolate factory. Yeah, like That's, Sundays. Like if you go to Vancouver, they have that. Yeah, like a stage for black comedian to come and showcase whatever they got. And it's like, I'll go every day because I don't. It's not about it. Is that the comedy in Winnipeg mm-hmm. is so underground the, the, that yeah. if you stay in your house every day, you're not gonna meet someone like me. <laughs> like honestly, like. People who stay in their house like two four seven, it's not gonna meet like whatever comedian is out there in Winnipeg. You might see them on Instagram, yes, but it's like you might think, oh, this person is posting. You might think, oh, is he like a friend's thing? Mm -hmm. Or because one of those things like sometimes when somebody posts something, like it's like something like, can I go for this thing without a friend? Can I go alone? Uh But I myself, I would take myself. I take myself to the movies, so I would do that type of shit. That's power. Yeah, (laughs) that's power shit. Because the shop, the shop to someone knowing nobody whatsoever is bold. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I first started doing it, I was like I was scared of shit because one is like maybe I should go. Sometimes I would text them I was like, "Can you guys go to this place?" And then they'll say no. I was like, "Can I go?" 
but then I'll push myself. I have to. Yep. You have to, you have to go to this place where nobody, where you know nobody, and then you meet people. And it's like, oh yeah, this place is actually cool. It's cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but now my on my list is somewhere is a comedy shows. Honestly. But we gotta oh, go yeah. to a It's comedy like, shows once because once, once this month is over, like of school and mm-hmm. stuff, like I'm opening my schedule up so I can be going. We can oh, be going out in the evenings up, to just man. comedy shows. I need to know some of your dates for your comedy shows. You gotta let us know first. Oh, you gotta, you gotta let, let the know. people know. The first we'll few up. here, and then you gotta let us know in person the main ones, cause you know I gotta find the dates I can make it. But I'm gonna be there. I wanna be entertained. Yeah, right. pull up. Yeah, man. pull up. Let the people know when is your when are you when is when is your next show? show? Um, so once again, it's a daily grind. I have a show right after this. I have right a show. After this. Yeah. Wait. It's, a, it's, a, it's an open mic though. We go there to practice our next. You know. Yeah. For like the next paid. Show sure, whatever. Wow. Uh, today, uh, tomorrow, um, that's like every week though. And then my next show that I, that there's money involved is on, is going to be on May twenty third and May twenty fourth. Yeah. But the big one is May twenty fourth because that's at Rumors, mm-hmm. and the Rumors is the biggest comedy club in Winnipeg, like the biggest, you know. Yeah. Like last, uh, I think last week actually, two weeks ago, they had Jay Farrow there. You guys know Jay Farrow? Jay, Jay Farrow. Yeah. yeah, he was there. Oh. Uh, doing it, doing his shows for like four days of yeah, four days, yeah. and the rumors bring those, those those guys here. Only mm-hmm. rumor does that, you know. So rumor is very big. Yeah. Um, and when you pay, if you make it to rumors, then it's like yeah, that's the big stage. Wow, you're touching yeah. the big stage. Five minutes, of, five minutes of the five minutes of fame. Is it five minutes actually? Five minutes, yeah, five minutes of, of fame because it's like a contest, right? It's a no. contest, yeah. But I'm doing like a one-hour special next year. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I wanna get like those actual like cameras, like like I'll hire a crew of like professional cameramen. Yes. You know, not like friends. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing against friends, businesses, no, I, mm-hmm. I, I support that stuff. But mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta go big and you, you gotta pay the you gotta right price. your friends are just yes. learning to. Exactly. Yes. And the one thing one thing I know is that um even if you're gonna have professionals, right, the best thing to I can give I can give you because right now I work in audio and most times you basically learn from our friends. Like what do I learn from other people that know just a bit better than I do. Definitely. And the thing you can do for those your friends is that if you have a friend that's doing camera and just learning. Definitely. What you can do for him is that invite him there with the professional. So he can just shadow and learn. And just take notes. And just take just not he's not doing anything, he's not running the show. He's just learning. I for like the time that. whereby it's gonna be just you and him. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's my advice for you. For yeah, you. I like that. And and I'm I'm open to that. You know, I'm open to that. Um the thing is like i got so many friends into like artists and like photography and like yeah. videography but these guys don't understand one thing we both been grinding like, like we both in the mud trying to get up there you know so if i if i call you to come uh support my show and like take pictures and like record picture don't ask me 500 dollars bro come on man you know yeah ridiculous. Mm-hmm. that's ridiculous bro right mm-hmm. yeah i see that i see that, right? I see that one yeah you know, yes. like, like, everyone, we, like everyone is out. Sometimes people forget that you know there's a stage of the grinding. People just think that every small avenue is a way for me to make it. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to be one of those people that supports. So, you know, someone saying that they they'll pay you with clout or they'll pay you with exposure. But like <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have to understand. Not, not you know, not when someone's at that kind of level. If they can pay you with clout, they can pay you with money. But if they are at the level where you're both coming up together, you know, sometimes you do things. In, I forget what it's called. Like, there's a, there's an English word for it mm-hmm. that I just don't have right now. But you do it in expectance of the future. What that, the future could thing. possibly hold? It, it's an investment. It is. Mm-hmm. It's an investment. Cause like right now, like like I said, uh, I'm going on a, on another tour in this fall. You know, I wish I had like somebody that, that, that I can bring with and be like, come record this adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, 
That would be great. That would be nice, right? It is. It's That'd good for them nice. to learn too, as well as, you know, for you too. You know, we exactly. both help each other. Exactly, you know. But some people would see that, they'd be like, okay, $500 a day or some shit like that. And like, yeah. bro. I mean, it's an opportunity to even meet people, right? you get to travel and right. all that. So, right. yeah, like everybody has been discussing here, man. We need to truly start supporting each other, get us off our back. So, for our listeners out here, if you live in Winnipeg, all right, May 24th, make sure you buy yourself a ticket. Um, hit up, uh, what's your IG? Uh, Papa G. Oh, well, it's I'm, like, yeah, I'm, Papa I'm, G. There's like three, two lines, I think. Two, mm-hmm. like, under, under, like, underscore. I'm gonna go find you after this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, make sure you hit Papa G. Get yourself a ticket. Uh, bring your girlfriends, your grandma, your secret link, all of that. Make sure you bring them. All right, because uh, it's it's gonna be that five minute of fame, like you yeah. mentioned here. Well, it's gonna be great. Yo, if yeah. you bring your sneaker, just be careful. Yeah. Exactly, I was it's gonna just, say it's not a sneaker anymore. Make sure you make sure you don't hey, bring you the girlfriend and with the sneaker. You know what I'm saying? It's a sticky <laughs> link. Just give that wink and be like, "Yo, catch me in the in the bathroom after this." All right? <laughs> don't be like that footballer that always take his girlfriend <laughs> and his wife at the same time. He's African too. He loves his heavy soup, uh, yeah. hot soup. <laughs> so again, for my G, I just wanna thank you for uh, for joining us. It was really, 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 really good. We got to learn a little bit of uh, how to deliver our jokes now. I think we're a little funnier. I mean, we were funny, but, uh, you know, we leveled up today. Special best thing. His joke was actually funny today. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week's episode. Uh, Stay tuned to uh, next week. Uh, We're going to have a special guest again. So, ciao. Thank you, boys. I appreciate this. Yeah. Have a good week, guys. We've reached the end of another episode of Ransom Pekins. You can hit us up on our email at ransompekins at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at ransompekins. And leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Have a good evening. Peace.